Who doesn't love a payday? Am I right? Well, listen, life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so your payday shouldn't either. And with Earn In, it doesn't have to. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period, so you don't have to wait until your next check comes through. All you do is download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. This app would have been a game changer for me in college when rent was due or I wanted to go out with friends. I felt like I was always waiting for my next check to drop, so this would have been a game changer. EarnIn has over 3.5 million customers and countless reviews about how the app gives customers financial peace of mind, which is really awesome. Download EarnIn today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the EarnIn app, type in couple things under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Couple things under podcast. EarnIn is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC what we're talking about this is the episode after we do the most common things we fight about we're going to be talking about our biggest flaws yes i think this is more a joke on us than it is for <laughs> the audience it's i think it's serious for them if you guys missed last week's episode or our last like solo episode um we did <laughs> our biggest fights like what we fight about but the comical thing of that episode was we literally started the episode in the middle of a fight a, a decent one an argument let me clarify an argument yeah i actually hope that was helpful because i feel like sometimes talking about how you do battle can help you improve or just giving a real life example because we were in the thick of it that's right uh yeah so the natural transition <laughs> after an episode like that is to talk about our biggest flaws so not only are we going to be sharing what we think our biggest flaws are like what Andrew thinks Andrew's biggest flaws. We're going to be telling each other what we think each other's biggest flaws <laughs> is as well. So needless to say, a little nervous. Yeah. Um, this actually came from a daily devotional, though, that Sean and I were reading. And it talked about how it's important not to be blind to your own flaws. Yes. So you're supposed mistakes. to be very self-reflective. Yeah. And say, like, what am I doing wrong? What could I do better? But also, on the flip side... You're supposed to be receptive to your spouse's critiques because your spouse knows you better than anyone in the world. Yeah, and ultimately, if you do this in a mature way, it can really benefit the relationship, I think. Yeah. Do you think that? Yeah, I'm scared, though, for this. <laughs> so we've talked about this many, many times on our podcast with our goal setting. Something that we do within our relationship is once a month, we try to find a safe space. And what we call a safe space is somewhere... That is not our home. So we go to a coffee shop, we go to dinner, whatever it is. And it's strictly dedicated to, for lack of a better word, criticism. And what that means for us is basically, we call it our monthly check-in. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and whenever we go to this safe space, we're like, okay, this is our, our place for the next hour where we can sit and tell each other, you know what, this month I've had a really hard time with X, Y, and Z. You not closing the cabinets, whatever it is. It can be ridiculous, it can be serious, it can be superficial, whatever. But it's meant to be a place where we can bring up these, like, issues that we have that are on our heart. And it's supposed to be um, 
the rule is you have to be able to accept it in a gentle way and not get defensive. Yeah, and also deliver it like yeah. gently. It's not it's not attacking like so easily. Sean and I can slip into like Sean, you never take yeah. out the trash. And it's just like this reactive thing where I'm emotional and then she becomes emotional as a result. So the thing we try to do in those month- monthly check-ins is take a step back and analyze the patterns that we've seen, mm-hmm. which is super helpful. Like when you think of it in terms of patterns of, hey, this is a healthy habit or pattern. This is an unhealthy habit or pattern. Um, and say, I don't think this is healthy. Like I've been seeing you do X, Y, Z. Like I've seen you drink a glass of wine every night this week and let's maybe not pursue that pattern. But uh, are, are you bringing this up? Now is now is a good that time. One of them? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the other thing about that is like, if there's patterns where mm-hmm. you're gripey or like you're having patterns of broken relationships because, because you're too quote unquote honest with people, like maybe that's not a healthy pattern for you. So anyway, yeah. the, this, this passage that I want to read says that there are things about yourself that you are ashamed of or afraid of, but you don't let the other person see your flaws. Mm -hmm. And of course you cannot show your partner those parts of your character that you cannot see yourself and which will only be revealed to you in the course of marriage, which is the reason that Sean and I love marriage so much is there's no other relationship structure like it. You have the contract, you have the spiritual aspect, you have the financial aspect, you have the parenting aspect. If, if that's Mm -hmm. an add on that you Mm -hmm. include, but it's like, it really is the most intertwined relationship that we can have as humans. And so like the, even the contractual side of things is good because it's a, it's a hurdle that prevents people from escaping the relationship easily. And obviously exceptions, we could talk about those, but like me not being able to just be like, all right, I'm out. See you, Sean. It was a nice seven years. Yeah. Forces us to like deal with flaws. Yeah. And hopefully we can do that better and better as time goes on. I do want to add a couple of things. So speaking on those monthly check-ins that we do, I want to put an asterisk there and let you guys know, we don't save like critiques only for once a month. So Sean unleashes on me hourly. (laughs) (laughs) Minute by minute. Speaking of your biggest flaws. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Um, So we, we are having daily communication throughout the day, weekly, as far as like gripes and vents and like whatever it is. Um, So we don't save that, but, I do think we we bring those critiques or criticism up more gently during that monthly check-in that we should do better day-to-day. Um, another thing to know is every single person in every single relationship has flaws. And if you're sitting there here listening to this podcast, you're like, oh, we have no flaws. I would actually kind of challenge you to look, look, not look for a flaw. It sounds weird, but like, be more self-reflective and see if there's something that you can better. Because I think constantly trying to better yourself is a great thing. Yeah. You ever been around those people that like, I guess it's kind of like a one-upper would be like a flaw. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I heard your story about um, how delightful your interior design process went. Let me tell you how mine was even better. Yeah. So it's like the no flaws thing in and of itself is a flaw. But yeah. Some of the things that we should share before we we share some flaws is that if we put on our best face in marriage and hide all the uncomfortable stuff mm-hmm. from the person that we love the most, then there's no way that our spouse can fully know us. And so like it's almost like don't let your insecurities 
be an obstacle for love? I've actually been challenged with this in our relationship because I did come from a lot of like quote unquote scars, whether it was from like eating disorders or whatever, perfectionism, gymnastics, a lot of different things that I tried so hard for so long to just hide from Andrew. And not to say like so long, like the 10 years we've been together, but I, I spent at least our first or second year trying to like not let him see that side of me. And I finally got to a point where I was like, you know what? This is exhausting. And I kept having this like thought in my mind, if if only he, he knew who I was, he wouldn't want to be with me. And so there was literally one day where I just unleashed and I was like, this is everything wrong with me. I remember that day. And it was really emotional for both of us because it, it, it showed such like trauma and insecurity and all these things. But the best thing that ever happened to us was like moving forward from that and him being able to help me with my insecurities, my flaws, and actually challenge me to be better and to be like my teammate and not just a critic. Yeah, it's also like not giving your partner enough credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in that situation, Sean, first of all, you there's no hiding anything. It's like, all right, if you have an eating disorder or you have this demon from your past, like mm-hmm. you're always going to be anxious in XYZ situations when it's, you know, an associative event mm-hmm. or you're not going to be enjoying the meal because you have all these thoughts. It's like my goal, honestly, when we started making YouTube videos, I told yeah. you this with making videos and my goal as your husband is like, I feel like the more the world can get to see of the real Sean, like that, the girly, no, I'm just, when you start giggling and like you are you, that's the best freaking, that's the best. Thank you. There's nothing like that. So how can I just cut through all that insecurity? Cause it's like freaking doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't. I don't care about that. It's like, there's something, whatever. Okay. Uh, that that's that's my rant. Anyway. <laughs> We're going um so it is it is this concept of like accept the gift of love and like just be open to that, you know. You got to be a good receiver. Are you frustrated with buying your kids clothes and having them grow out of them literally within a week? I know I am. Then you need to check out Posh Peanut. I love this brand. Their clothes are amazing quality and made from viscose from bamboo, so they stretch with your kid as they grow and are four times stretchier than cotton. They have different designs you can pick from, like Barbie, Flowers, Disney, and Hot Wheels. So we let our kids pick out which ones they wanted. And of course, Drew picked the pattern with Disney princesses. Oh, yes. She loves her Disney princess pajamas. Plus, I swear their clothes get even softer the more you wash them, which usually doesn't happen with kids' clothes. I also love that their clothes are chemical-free, which means they're delicate enough for babies with sensitive skin, which is something we've been paying attention to for Bear. Posh Peanut is made for infants and kids, but they also have sizes for moms and dads if you want the whole family to match. Let's be honest, every family has done a matching moment. And if you're not a parent, consider this a perfect gift idea. For real, you guys, we love this brand and they're loved by over a million parents. Check them out. Right now, Posh Peanut is offering our listeners 20% off your first order with promo code EASTFAM. Go to poshpeanut.com slash EASTFAM and use promo code EASTFAM for 20% off your first order. Also, it's easy in marriage to be critical of the other person and fail to see your own flaws. Mm -hmm. So we try to be really aware of where we personally fall short Mm -hmm. and like this concept of be the audience to your own life. Mm -hmm. 
not always easy. It takes a lot of work and self-reflection. I will say, though, that's very difficult. It's yeah. very difficult, especially 100%. if you – it's a practice, and I think with practice, things become easier, and when they come become easier, they become routine. So it's very easy to fall into a pattern of, oh, you're doing this, and you're doing that, and this is where you're wrong, and this is – like, whatever – but if you are constantly trying to challenge that with, you know what, I can do better at this. And if you have a critique like or criticism, deliver it in a gentle way. But yeah, be the first to like own something on your own side before you point the finger at someone else. Yeah, I've, I've been trying to shift my mentality from what's wrong with Sean to what's wrong with <laughs> what is collectively wrong with us. So if Sean has five things wrong with her and I have six things wrong with me excuse me collectively we have 11 things wrong with us and if i take care of two of my own instead of honestly doing the way harder work which is trying to get you to to change your five then we will have less we'll we'll have less things wrong between us it's a lot to unpack you- <laughs> there but we'll do that later okay oh i want to get into this our okay. biggest flaws okay let's just talk about what we think our biggest flaws in marriage are and i'm talking about individually let's start there all right what's wrong with andrew in our marriage no like you talk about yourself and i'll talk about myself i'm happy to start go for it i am my worst critic so is that how you say that i am a perfectionist and i set the bar way way too high on expectations for myself and when it comes to our marriage, if I ever don't live up to the expectation that I've set for myself, I take it out on everybody because I get into this spiral of just disappointment and self, like bad self-talk and and it just never is good for anyone. And I get defensive and all of these things and it affects our marriage. I'd say that's my, I would say that is my biggest flaw in our marriage mm. is I expect perfection from myself if not everybody which is also part of the reason why i love you though that's the irony all right so then (laughs) let's go now let me talk about the things i think are wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding kidding. i'll start here so andrew (laughs) i think i overcommit us and i've been really challenged by the fact when I do that, it negatively impacts you, which seems like such an obvious thought that I should have had seven years ago, but I just had it. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, last week I had that thought. I was like, huh? Anyway, so that's one. Um, I would say expectations in the sense of scheduling. I'm not good at, right? Like, are those two separate things? I don't. You want to separate those? I'm saying I don't set expectations for like, Hey, I'm busy these four hours of the day or set expectations of I'll be home at this appropriate time, whatever. I think maybe I'm just going to chime in here. I think maybe a better way of voicing that flaw is like communication. I actually think I'm a good communicator. <laughs> okay. Great. I, th- <laughs> I think I'm a <laughs> Do you remember uh, an hour ago? I'm trying to be honest. An hour ago when 
We had a phone call, Shut and up. I was stuck at home without a car, and I was like, can you pick me up on your way to the office? Look, I freaking called you, dude. I called you. Did I answer? No. Okay. I called you at 1257. Did you think to text me? I had a call. Anyway. And what's funny is like that communication side of I texted you and I was like, are you still picking me up? I tried to call you. I was I like, say, did you forget about me? And you just You didn't. see how you just freaking jumped in and started doing my critiques for me? My well, flaws? it's unnecessary. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Um, I would say the other thing is I don't struggle with like overbearing. I don't think or being too anxious or like OCD about stuff. Maybe I'm the opposite where it's like I'm too lax, even with the kids where it's like, ah, <laughs> they're okay. He can climb on the table. I would say I'm probably the more overbearing one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would, maybe that's a flaw. Is I have a tinge of recklessness. Yeah. You said it though. I think I probably expend energy on a lot of things before I expend energy with you. Like, yeah, we've had that conversation with friends, with ex, like, I'll like work out, then I'll hang out with like friends and then I'll like be too tired to hang out with you and give you my best. Do you forgive me? Yeah, I would agree with that. And that one, that you one hurts you're, throwing, my, you're still talking about flaws for me. That one hurts my soul. <laughs> no. Also, don't make a freaking too big a deal out of it. It's like, all right, all right, it is how it is. What can we do? What can we do, Andrew? Reprioritize. Shift things around so I'm able to give you the best. Anyway, <laughs> who doesn't love a payday? Am I right? Well, listen, life doesn't happen biweekly, so your payday shouldn't either. And with Earn In, it doesn't have to. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period, so you don't have to wait until your next check comes through. All you do is download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. This app would have been a game changer for me in college when rent was due or I wanted to go out with friends. I felt like I was always waiting for my next check to drop, so this would have been a game changer. Earn In has over 3.5 million customers and countless reviews about how the app gives customers financial peace of mind, which is really awesome. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in couple things under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Couple things under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Listen, people don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, sleeping too little, sleeping too much, undereating, and overeating can all be indicators of stress. And as a parent, we definitely get too little sleep. So we're working to stay on top of things mentally. And with BetterHelp, speaking with a therapist has never been easier. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. 
I've recently been chatting online with a therapist and it's been a game changer. As a parent, sometimes the chat feature is the easiest thing to do since we don't have a lot of time on our hands. So if you haven't tried therapy and if you haven't tried online therapy, why not give it a try right now? A couple things is sponsored by BetterHelp and our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash eastfam. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash eastfam. Give it a try. Let's get back to it. Do you want to talk about, did you have, was there any revelations that you had with these specific flaws? Was there a moment where you're like, oh, I realized it. And Probably how? right now when the question's asked and you have to self-reflect. I don't know. I, I've always been pretty aware of my like perfectionism issues, I would say. Um, but I do notice them at times with like within our marriage and being a parent, I am way too hard on myself. And when I get hard on myself, I get down. And when I get down, I get defensive and it's just a perpetuating cycle Hmm. and it never ends well. So I think working on that kind of going back to the beginning of this episode when we were saying, you kind of have to be very self-reflective and work on yourself before you can ever criticize someone else. I think it makes it easier for me sometimes to be like, oh, if only he was doing this, it would help. Or if only so-and-so did this better, it would help when it's actually like a me problem. I think as we get older, like the number of commitments that we have grows, and especially as we have kids and those commitments like really expand, mm-hmm. the, the list of commitments grows. Uh, like I used to be able to overcommit us collectively and it not really be a problem. Like, oh, we could fly to New York today and then LA tomorrow. And then this, I think it might've still been a problem. No, it was, but <laughs> it, but it, the problem yeah. exposes itself way more when, when you, you have kids. Yeah. Yeah. Because someone's left at home with the kids for X amount of time or whatever. This, this feels like a sore spot. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Okay. I will say too, a flaw that we both carry and we have to work at constantly <laughs> is we're both very stubborn. And what are we speaking for each other or for yourself? I'm speaking for, I don't see a list <laughs> of our collective. Flaw. Just speak for yourself, bro. <laughs> no, this is a collective, th- a collective flaw. A collect. Would, would you agree? What just happened? Go ahead. I touched Go you. Ahead. <laughs> Trying to give it back. I think a collective (laughs) flaw for both of us is we're stubborn. We both have very, very strong opinions. We're very independent. We're very driven. And (laughs) are you speaking for me now? Did we transition to? (laughs) Let me finish. Use the pronoun I. (laughs) 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 You just say it. <laughs> no. Say it. <laughs> Are you serious? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is a perfect example. <laughs> 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 You're out of bounds. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. Case in point, I'm too stubborn to say we <laughs> he's too stubborn to accept it. 
Let's go, dude. <laughs> hey, Andrew. Would you say, <laughs> I'm crying. Would dude. you say you're stubborn? <laughs> <laughs> let me speak for my own. Let me speak for my own self. I I have tears in my eye. Uh, <laughs> okay. So the uh, next section says think of <laughs> think think of something or a few things you view as a flaw in the other person. Andrew, I would say you are stubborn. What I was going to say is we're both stubborn. We have opinions. We're hot-headed, not hot-headed, strong-headed. Strong-willed. Strong-willed. Just like you witnessed. Hard-headed, strong-willed. There we go. And that makes for butting heads. I think sometimes your empathy radar is too sensitive. This happens. No, no, no. I No, I know. I know. I know. It's a really amazing I think your thing. empathy radar isn't existent. <laughs> That's not true. That's Speak a blank statement. That's a blank statement. Accurately. I think your empathy radar could be stronger. I definitely cross more bounds consciously. I think, I think like Sean will see, this happens at restaurants. Like I'll be like, hey, excuse me, can I have some more water? And she'll be like, that was aggressive. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, I freaking wasn't. I just asked for water. It was the freaking in there <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> that was aggressive. <laughs> But all I'm saying is that was an example of a restaurant. It also happens in our relationship where she's like, you seem sad. I'm like, I'm freaking not. Is that freaking <laughs> necessary? No, oh it was gosh. a joke. It was a joke. But there's like, you're like so sensitive to that stuff where it's counterproductive sometimes. Not that productivity is always the point, but it's like, all right, we got to make dinner. So can we freaking. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you get it. So that's one thing. I but would I, say but I also appreciate it about you. So I would say something I appreciate about you. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, uh, something that we struggle with, but I would say is your flaw is you tend to argue in a cold manner. I agree with that. You think it's more beneficial to remove emotion and like sympathy or comfort of any kind because you think it's more productive. When I understand it might feel that way for you, but not for me. I think, I mean, I think I view it as like, hey, we have an issue. Let's figure out what it is and fix it. This is cliche. But you're like, oh, I just want to feel loved. What's wrong with Nothing, that? Nothing. But if you bring up an issue, then <laughs> I'm going to want to fix it. Oh, this is so interesting. Maybe that's the this issue is so to begin with. <laughs> Is me not feeling loved. I think that um, probably one of my flaws is, are we talking about each other's or? Either. Uh, Sean has like, all right, <clears throat> orderliness. Mm-hmm. Most city. Like Sean's mom will come and help with things around the house, right? Mm-hmm. But she's not always there. So when your mom is not there, you still expect things to be super tidy and orderly. Yes. But we have just less possibility of that. There's less time and help to have that happen. Yeah. And so it's like, we can't, <laughs> we can't do it, dude. I'm riding bikes with Drew. I'm not going to clean up the kitchen. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt with like the quality and the fit is near impossible. I told you guys that I found skims while I was pregnant and now postpartum, 
I found the best nursing bra known to mankind from Skims. Well, they've outdone themselves again because they now have the perfect t-shirt, especially postpartum with a changing body. I can guarantee you, you won't find a t-shirt like it. I love also that Skims has a fit for everyone from the long t-shirts to the cropped. They truly have like sizes and qualities and styles for every single thing you could want. So the cotton jersey t-shirt is the one that I'm talking about. It is an absolute staple. I feel like I'm reaching for it literally every day, especially nursing with bear. It's breathable and soft and it somehow gets even softer and still holds its shape after every wash. If I could only recommend two of the Skims t-shirts, I would say the cotton jersey t-shirt, which I have in mineral, or the boyfriend t-shirt, literally in any color, are probably my two favorite t-shirts that they make. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. After you place your order, select podcast in the drop-down menu, select couple things to let them know we sent you. Have a good one. Today's episode is brought to you by Levels Health. I know that a lot of you have seen the sensor that I wear on my arm in the videos. Actually, this weekend we posted one and it got a lot of feedback, but this is my Levels monitor. Levels uses a continuous glucose monitor, which is what I have here, and has been a game changer in understanding how our food affects our health. I got Sean hooked on one too, and we're super pumped. Levels helps you see how food affects your health by giving you real-time feedback on your diet using a continuous glucose monitor. When we first started as Levels members, we thought that we understood our metabolic health pretty well, but it turns out like most people, we had no idea how some foods were affecting us until we got our hands on our body's own unique data. Levels has tangibly changed my diet and how and when I eat. I used to crush carbs in the morning for breakfast, but I realized that come 11 or 12 o'clock, I would crash and feel like I needed to take a nap. And Levels helped show me that my blood sugar was quite literally spiking and then crashing. And that's what was causing my drop in energy levels. And now instead of just a feeling, I have real data to back that up with. So if you want to better understand how food affects your health and try a continuous glucose monitor yourself, go to levels.link forward slash eastfam to learn more. They also have a really well-researched in-depth blog that we recommend checking out if you're just looking to learn more about topics like metabolic health, longevity, and nutrition. We've learned a ton. Thank you, Levels, for sponsoring today's episode, and let's get back to it. I think... I'm going to easy on the throttle here. One of Andrew's flaws <laughs> is a lack of order. I agree with that. Yeah. I'm just here for a good time, not a long time. You feel me? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> um, it's funny. We had a marriage therapist once say this to us. We talked to her about a year ago, and we kind of went through this whole motion here of, like, speaking about flaws and gripes and venting, whatever beef we had on the table. And we'd go one by one. <clears throat> and then she would kind of, like, move on and she'd be like okay tell me about each other what do you love about each other why did you marry each other why did you choose one another and we got through this whole session at the end she said it's really interesting and you see it a lot like she was saying herself she sees it a lot in couples who have been married um longer than a few years she said usually when you get married you marry the opposite person right it's like opposites attract and that's this honeymoon phase of what you love so much in your spouse is I'm so OCD and Andrew's so free spirited. And I loved that about him. I, I like idolize that. And I want more of that in myself. But she said, as you get within this rhythm of life, 
you start to try to morph your spouse into who you are. And you get very frustrated that, oh, I wish Andrew would be more OCD. <clears throat> I wish he would clean more. I wish he would do all these things. And you said, isn't it interesting how what you married is now the one, like the issue of why you're like venting or at counseling altogether. And it's just. The quality that you loved and were attracted by is now the quality that you're annoyed by. Yeah. And it was just a perspective change of like, wow. Instead of constantly trying to change your spouse, you need to, one, and Andrew and I have talked about this, realize why you married him to begin with and why you fell in love with him and don't lose sight of that and look more for compromise than change of how can we better both suit each other with how we're changing in life and phasing in life rather than trying to say like, oh, I need Andrew to no longer be free-spirited. I need him to be like me. That's so difficult. We're not there yet. Really. We're not. Yeah, we're not there. We're working on it. It's so hard. Yeah. It takes like a different perspective to get there. Yeah, because like I know you want me to be more free-spirited, but you also, the reason why you married me when we were talking to this therapist was like you loved my intentionality and drive and perfectionism and like all of all of those qualities, which, which is interesting. As I'm thinking, sitting here thinking about it, it's interesting because – I am super orderly in certain aspects and super not in other aspects, mm -hmm. like financially, freaking yeah. orderly. You're more free-spirited in that sense. Yeah. Right? With home, like, orderliness, you're way more buckled down. I'm like, whatever. With commitments. With, I'm more free-spirited and you're more, With what? professional what? commitments. What? With personal yeah. commitments, you're locked in. Yeah. With professional commitments, I'm locked in. Personal commitments, I'm like, how oh, we could miss that sometimes. Do you disagree with that? Oh, I disagree with that. Anyway, it's interesting <laughs> that like it is just like it's like kind of pick or choose, yeah. right? And so this is where I think it's so important to have this this uh, generous perspective for your spouse. Mm -hmm. Like wear rose colored glasses legitimately and realize that. I'm around Sean every freaking moment of the day. Stop using freaking. And so I guess it's natural uh, it's natural instinct to only s start seeing your flaws and totally overlook mm -hmm. the things that you contribute, right? It's like, it's let me make the comparison to doing the dishes. Every time I load the dishwasher, I have the thought, I do the dishes every dang time. And it's so wrong. It's such a wrong thought. Because I do the dishes maybe, I don't know if I had to put a number to it, 10 to 20% of the time. Yeah. But it's just like, I just feel like I do it more yeah. than I actually do. And in that process of me whining about my issues, I completely disregard all the times you've done it and mm -hmm. all the things you've helped with. Anyway, so do that with, like, what if you could do that with all of the things? Yeah. Of, you know what, Sean is um, loose on commitments, but dang. I'm so glad that she has, you know, she missed that commitment because she was here to, to like take care of the house. I don't know. Like that's how we should be looking at it. We made that Instagram video the other day of, yeah, sure. I'll drive an hour to go see you when we're dating. <laughs> and then when you're married, it's like, stay on your side of the bed and don't <laughs> touch me. Why is that though? You know? I don't know. Like you're, well, isn't that something else that one of our therapists had talked about the whole roommate syndrome of like, 
you can only spend so much time with each other before you all need a break. And I'm not talking about a dramatic break in a relationship. I'm saying like a break away from each other to be independent, to be your own person. And especially after the pandemic, like we all spent so much time together and Andrew and I work together, live together, parent together, our spouses, all of these things. And we spend every waking second together. So every once in a while, we just need time away from each other to miss each other and to like miss the qualities that we love. Are you looking for a short, educational, and entertaining podcast your kids can listen to while you cook dinner, fold laundry, or just need a few minutes to yourself? Then check out Mysteries About True Histories by Starglow Media. It's so so cute. I listened to a few episodes and when it was over, I was like, dang, that was really fun. It's made by the creators of the hit podcast Who Smarted and the Netflix show Brainchild. So these people know what they're doing. As a little background info, every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time, packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning Really cool. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and more. So it's perfect for kids ages six and up. There's a new episode every Thursday, each filled with so much laughter that your kids won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like when you're so zoomed in, Mm -hmm. you see every flaw, like, you know, 1080. 4k i can see every pore in your face in the is that a flaw but if i'm like back i can if i take a step back i'm like wow you know what sean really is beautiful also as we talk about flaws flaws? i was just a zoom in analogy wait i have a fun thing for us fun keep it lighthearted. this is the this is how sean starts this legitimately whatever you're about to ask a challenging question that's going to set me up for failure she'll be like all right i you know what we having a great time Okay, let's talk about um, what couch we want to buy next. Argument. Go ahead. Maybe maybe you should self-reflect that a little bit. (laughs) Okay. I was going to say 10 flaws, lighthearted, back and forth. For me? Yeah, just like go back and forth. For myself? No, for me. Get them off our chest. I honestly don't think. I cannot think of 10. Five. I can't. I, I, I named my three. That's all you have. Go ahead. Unleash. Go for I'm it. thinking I'll like LaCroix. It. Is that a fl- Okay. Sean puts trash in the sink, not the freaking trash can. That's one. <laughs> we need a tally count for a freaking. Go ahead. Andrew doesn't put paper used paper towels in the trash can. He sets them on the counter. Sean over orders food every time. Ten, sorry, blank statement. She over orders food sometimes. Andrew doesn't wear deodorant. Sean will clean up my vanity mirror, and hers will be an absolute tornado of a mess. <gasps> Andrew will leave his shoes on top of the couch. Oh, Sean will like, she's like a tail cleaning up sometimes. <laughs> I'll like open an Amazon box and like be pulling this thing item out. And then you'll chuck the, like box the box around gone. across it's like she'll clean up the tools from the toolbox as I'm using them. You're like, welcome. Hey, I just I just laid those out for for a freaking reason. You're welcome. No, I'm not thanking you for that. Go ahead. You're next. You'll work out and get into a, such a sweaty state, and <laughs> sweaty you thing. you won't wipe your sweat, but you'll let it drip on the counter and the couch and the table and like 
everything. A sweaty state. Yeah. Sean will just like interrupt my moments of focus, which come rarely with like, check, look at this TikTok video. And then I'll say no. And she'll be like, no, you have to look, you have to look at it. It's hilarious. And then I won't laugh at it. I'm just giving you moments of joy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew justifies every second on his phone as work. But if I'm on my phone, it's just <laughs> unnecessary waste of time. Sean doesn't let me fall asleep when she watches a movie. So she. No. I uh, don't want to watch a movie by myself. Andrew will go like this. He'll be like, babe, you want to watch a movie with me tonight? I'll be like, yes. Ten minutes into the movie, he's asleep. Is that a gripe of yours? A flaw yeah. of mine? Yeah. Okay, one more. Sean asks for a back scratch every night and realizes that. I don't, get, I don't get anything in return. I don't even mean it like that. I don't even mean it like that. I, I, don't, I don't mean it like that. You know, you know what I do? I ask. Yeah. What do you want in return, Andrew? No, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. Go ahead. <laughs> I, uh, love I love you. Are there any flaws that I see in you that you don't think are a flaw? Like the back scratch. Yeah. That's not a flaw. Yeah, you're right. It's not a bad. I agree with you. You don't get anything in return. Actually, I can think of two times that I have consciously made a decision that I knew Sean disagreed of, disagreed with. And I said, I understand and I'm not listening to you. I can really only think of one. I, I can said only two. Think of one. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's interesting. And I think that's fortunate. That yeah. If if you thought there was a flaw in me that I was like it was a quality that I was proud of, that would be that would cause a lot of friction. Yeah. Anyway, um, challenge for you listening. Now that you've heard us go through this, we want to encourage you to have a conversation like this with with your partner or spouse, um, where you can be transparent and vulnerable with each other. I will add the caveat. What if you treated your partner like your best friend and you brought these things up not to just whine or gripe, but because you wanted the best for them? That's a good way to view it. I realized Sean and I probably since having kids got so rude. It was like, I'm being mean to Sean. Mm -hmm. I don't even like, I need to be nicer. (laughs) So do that. And it's not like a gossip session. It's not just like a venting session. It is a... Productive. strategic thoughtful hey i've seen this over the past month and i wanted to talk about it just to see what kind of compromise we can land on so i like i i like the idea of challenging you as a listener to do that yourself because hopefully you don't just listen to this for the entertainment <laughs> of hearing sean and i roast each other but <laughs> hopefully you're listening to it because you're in the same phase that we are and Hopefully this just starts a conversation that maybe you otherwise wouldn't have. So that's all we have for you. I enjoyed today, and it could have gone today. way worse. Could've it could have. I feel like we're in a good good place. We haven't giggled like that. <laughs> I know. In a while. In a minute, that was good. Truly, uh, love each other. It's all that matters. And we truly love each other. Truly, truly, truly love each other. Okay. Okay. Nice. And well, yeah, we truly love each other too, Andrew. Um. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, If you made it this far, please subscribe to the show. Give it a rating, whether that's a thumbs up on YouTube or 
a rating on uh, whatever podcast app you listen to. We appreciate it. It helps get our show out in front of new people. Yes. And that's all we have. I'm Andrew. I'm freaking Sean. And we're the East Fam. Out. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there. We don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcasts on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show, and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners. And some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search Couple Things and tap Our Shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way... You'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.